Testicles one, two. Testicles one, two. It's your girl Megan, aka Sexy Meg, aka Classy Bombshell, aka Real Real One. You know, I'm here checking in on the what's good. What's good, yo? Our drum roll, please. And it's your girl Whitney. AKA Nippy Nee, AKA a young black queen. We here. What's really good? First episode going down. We know y'all been waiting, so. And this what y'all been ready for? <laughs> Who are you today? <laughs> Who you want to be today? That's what I want to know. Before we start this pot, before we start the pot, we can call it the pot. We can call it the pot. The pot. What's really good? The pot. The pot. Featuring. Two black bounce. <laughs> Two black queens doing doing what we do. Doing what we love. Talking, laughing, talking shit, telling engaging. Lies. <laughs> no, we ain't tell lies, but we is talking right. shit. I don't do all that now. Keep it up. You don't like the kiki and talk I shit. I do like the kiki, but it's I all the truth. It's the it truth. It is the truth. I don't say no lies now. It is. We here for real raw uncut. Uncut. That's the major facts understand. So there's no judgment on this channel. There's no hating on this channel. There's no picking sides on this channel. It's an expression of how you're feeling, how you want somebody to, you know, feel towards your views and how you would want your views to be received. You know, we thought that who better than two close friends, two sisters, you know, to come and create a dialogue for millennials you know i know there's a thousand and one but now it's a thousand and two right so what's popping but also run up get done up if you got anything to say about what we say on this pot and who are you you talking about me i just said though just yeah saying. you can't get these hands nah but for real though we want to start off with our what you know good segment like which is basically where we will say what we know good what Something good that happened to us, something good that we've seen happen, just in itself, what you know good. So, Meg, I think I'm going to start off because I, I got mine, like, together. I know my what you know good. What does that mean? I don't have mine together? No, I'm not saying you don't have yours together. I feel like you do. I feel like it's on the tip of your tongue, but I ain't want you to steal mine. So, my what you know good hmm. for this week is the guy, and I guess I should have got his name. The yeah. Morehouse That would have been real. Morehouse. Really doing your research. Shout out to the men of Morehouse. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful men of Morehouse. Shout out to the men of Morehouse. Shout out to the men of Morehouse. I know some ain't shit men of Morehouse. But you know, we're not, we not going to get... This is not what we're here to do. This exactly. is not a man bash podcast. I promise you there will be no man bashing. We love our black kings. Yes, we do. Yes. So, so much. But anyway, shout out to the I'm gonna look his name up, but the commit 2019 commencement speaker for Morehouse College Spring Spring commencement. He paid off every last graduates, uh, or he's gonna pay off. They um, what is it? Student loan? Yeah, they're student loan like, debt. They're walking into the world debt free. I mean, they might have like credit card debt, but they won't have no college debt exactly. like most of us. Cause we out here, I'm. 80, I feel like I'm 80, 80 plus grand. I haven't even thought about it because I just know God is going to, by the time something's going to either happen, it's something going to work out where they're going to erase it, you know? So, I I pray about it. I pray about it. Like, actually, I'm not even worried about it because, I mean, I hope Sally Man listening because they're going to get it in blood. Like, it's just, it ain't happening at this point. But, (coughs) Yeah, I thought that was real dope. I started seeing about it on Twitter. People was talking about how they had a commencement speaker, boom, boom. And one guy actually tweeted, he was like, he tweeted this meme was like a baby falling over. He was like me at this commencement, drunk, and this speaker, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, after the guy said that, you know, he was paying off state debt, (laughs) he had to go back and quote tweeted and be like, never mind. And I was like... Wow, but that's how I felt when I graduated. Like I was very hungover and trying, just trying to make it. And I had Tyler Perry, and I still was like, you know what? I don't even hear nothing you saying, my dear. But that was my what's really good or what you know good rather. So 
Man, what's yours? Did you have anything else to say about that? Like, what you thought about him? Oh, no. I just think it is a very, very noble act that he did. Like, there's a lot of, you know, people in this world that use their money on charities. They use their money in a lot of different ways. But anytime it comes to, like, you know, black colleges, we see donations. We see, you know, different avenues of money being sent. But we really don't get to see it this way. Like, where some action is being immediately taken. You know, Oprah says she has put 400 men through Morehouse, which is believable. But to see this Definitely. actually happen and to see everybody get to celebrate with them, right. it's just it's just a very great moment. And this is black- real-time action. Right. Like, real-time him taking action. And I didn't mean to cut you off, but, like, you it did. is really dope. It, it is really dope. It is black men. But continue your, your statement off. And yeah, she must have said that was it's a very, very great, you know, a great movement. Um, a black men with college degrees do have still have battles that we fight. Anybody with a degree basically has a battle that we're fighting. We're fighting. That didn't have um we that had war. <laughs> exactly. So it's just like this is a this is a great thing to be able to witness and I'm happy for those guys. Shout out to Morehouse Class of 2018. And also, the guy's name is Robert Smith. And, yeah. So, I just wanted to let y'all know that. So, Meg, what is your... What you know good? What you know good? My what I know good is um, myself, actually. Um, I... You better boost yourself. You better self worth. I recently, um, well, not recently. This year, <laughs> I began teaching um, on the substitute level, and I began doing long term. And I ended up at a very, um, very intense school. Very um, <laughs> a <laughs> to lot. Say going, the least. To say the least, it was a lot going on. I ended up in a fifth grade classroom full of lost children. You know, and uh, this was back in October, and we recently just celebrated the last day of school. The last Woo-hoo. day of school. Um, I had 15 students in my class. Of course, we encouraged nobody to come. I had the most <laughs> students in my class of anybody on my hall or in fifth grade period. I had double digits. And that just showed me no matter what I went through this year, the many times I wanted to give up everything, the kids, they saw something in me and I saw something in them. We were able to make it. And I was able to build a bond with them that I know is going to last a, you know, a lifetime, whether we talk or not. They know what Miss Lewis instilled in them, it, you know, is going to help me one way or another. And I'm just super happy that I got the experience. And I'm glad that I was able to be a liaison or a change agent in somebody's life because um, unfortunately out here, there's no, there's no lead positive. It's not enough positive leaders. Like it's, it's there. There's definitely positive leaders out here. It's just not enough. You know, we don't think about the small cities going through the going through all the things they're going through. Like Albany, Savannah, Augusta. There's little girls in those cities that need people to look up to and they may not have it because they're in bigger cities yeah. doing their thing at other schools, you know. So I'm glad that I was able to be a vessel and make a change in some students' life. That's so dope. And I was going to piggyback off what you said. Like, it's really the youth, like, they are our future and that sounds so corny when people say it but it's like these kids are really our next doctors lawyers police officers like they're they're gonna be the ones who are serving and protecting us and you know we gotta bring them up like we can't just see like a whole bunch of because i i work with kids too myself and i see kids on day-to-day basis you can just be like hey you know that's a badass kid like and, I, and I'm done with them. You know, I'm washing my hands. Like, there's no hope for you. But you got to think about, like, in the future, that could be the next president of the United States because, woo, we just had a black, a whole-ass black president. Woo-woo. And I'm pretty sure that Barack H. Obama, I think, it's, it is Barack Hussein. Yeah, Barack Hussein. My Uncle Barry. Yeah, shout out to Uncle You Barry. don't know because you didn't even know. Um, one, two, I do know. But... Think about, like, when he was in elementary school, like, this man, first of all, he he was in um, Jakarta, like, a part of Indo- Indonesia, is it? If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but I believe it is. Like, a little black boy growing up 
in Indonesia and he grew up in Hawaii also. And it's just like, imagine how many people might have wrote him off or counted him out. And this man became the whole president of the United States. So like, not the half president, not the half president, but the whole president. And so I just think about that, like not saying my kids are, and they could do. I, I tell them all the time, they can do whatever they want to, but it's just a matter of where, like encouraging them and saying, you know, like this one little boy, he showed me his little science project. Lord, one of my babies, I love him to death. And we had talked about it. He was like, Miss Smith, do you think I'm gonna finish it? Because here I'm Whitney, aka Pam Beasley, but. To them, to my babies, I miss Smith. Um, and he was like, you know, do you think I'm going to finish this? Like, I know I just started, boom, boom. And I was like, yeah, you know, you got it, boom. Just giving him some words of encouragement. So the next day, he ended up getting a 3200 out of the 3200 on it. He came, he was so excited, showed it to me. And I was just like, and I think the, me just saying like, oh, you know, yeah, you can do this. You got this. Me letting him use my room to you know, get on the computer, do some research, like, when nobody else, everybody else was like, you should have been did this, and, you know, turning him around, I was like, nah, you know, come in here and do your little thing, and that, that matters, little stuff like that matters, so, shout out to you, good sis, because good sis is in the classroom, I am not, not that bold, but, you know, (laughs) I really, I, I really have, my mom has been a teacher for years and years and years, but, like, working at a school has given me such a perspective on on teachers. And just shout out to, like, big, big shout out to everybody that work at a school. Our parapros, I mean, the custodians, teachers, subs, long-term subs. Like, just everybody. Like, it's the end of the year. For some of us, it's the, it's the last week. For some, it just ended. Like Oh, mine just ended. <laughs> we really... We really we 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 don't get enough we don't get enough credit like nobody that works in the school gets enough credit they don't get paid well enough they like it's just that's a whole different tangent that we could go on for days and days and days but we're not gonna do that but shout out to to my good sis Meg because she did that yes. she really did my goal has always been to aspire um, before you expire. Like a lot of times we go through our own battles and we feel like we can't, we can't be there for somebody. We can't be somebody's, um, person to look up to and in your brokenness and how you still move is really what keeps other people going. I had a lot of bad days at the school, but once the kids came and put their woes on me, I realized my days weren't even that bad. These are 11 year olds, 10 year olds going through some heavy things. You know, and it's just like, you know, God, you know, I really didn't think that was my calling, but I appreciate being a vessel for them because who's going to do it? We see so many times, you know, the the parents have dropped the ball. And a lot of times the teachers are the one who comes in for like for the alley-oop. Come on, living your purpose. <laughs> so, I'm just happy to be here Ooh. to inspire a generation that's lost confused and misunderstood misunderstood i'm proud of you man all right real talk real talk thanks sissy so our next segment we're gonna go go into is uh we got a little game this or that i think you know just to just to break it in and and it's cool it's cool i actually heard it on on another potty so and i want to shout out that pot because I've really gotten into it. I think that's what made me want to do a pod is like listening to other people and also having having shit we want to say mm-hmm. because that's important. Our voices need to be heard. Um, but it's a game, this or that. It's basically you pick this or that. Um, so I guess I'll give the topic or, or the this or that and we can get right into it. So, and this is actually one that I heard on... Um, on another pod and it's basically like would you rather so it's kind of like would you rather but it's this or that would you rather live in scorching heat like you you had no air like you could not have any air conditioning in the middle of the summer you could not have any air live in scorching heat or would you rather be in the full-fledged like ice cold antarctica ice cold with no no heat no no nothing you could could you layer you could layer you could still layer but 
Scorching heat or cold, 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 Antarctica cold? Um, I would do Antarctica cold, <laughs> definitely, because at the end of the day, I can at least be some type of comforted knowing I like being in the cold and I'm bundled up. Once I'm at heat where I'm, like, sweating from my nipples, like, what else am I supposed to do? You do heat. What if you could, like, jump in a pool, you could nah. ice, put ice on your forehead, you would still do cold? I would still do cold. <clears throat> That's crazy. I would definitely do heat. Because I feel like I always pick, like, even, I mean, Georgia weather is, basically, it's always summer. It's what Sheree said, it's spring, summer all the time here. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. Um, and no spring, summer, winter. <laughs> spring, summer, winter. We still shout out to Sheree. She by Sheree. <laughs> we still waiting. I, Cause I'ma support you, girl. We still waiting on that line. Understand? We still coming, and you know what? This shit. That's a whole different. We need a whole different pod to talk about Housewives of Atlanta because this season. That's was... gonna be for when our girl. Girl moments. When we get our girl. When we get the girls together on the pod, we gonna have to talk about that. But yeah, I would definitely choose hot because I'm like I can jump in the pool. I I just don't like to be cold, so um, I just, I hate it. Like even in this Georgia spring summer weather, when it do get that little nippy nip outside, I be in and out. I don't like the tarry. I don't go out. Mm-mm. I don't do that anyways. But Alright, so that was our this or that segment. So, uh, moving right along, we're going to get into what's on the docket. What's on the docket? On the docket. Baylor, can you read them all, please? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to T.S. Uh-huh. And I we missed the Queen's Court. I mean, it does, apparently, I just found out the Queen's Court still is a thing, but it's just with Funky Dineza and T.S. So... Yes. And Kaya does her own solo thing. Yes, she does. And shout out to our good sis Kaya. We we stand over. I stand over. I do. Do we stand together? We stand we together. Stand together. You know, it is what it is. I like both them boys. <laughs> I love y'all boys, man. You know, they just Kaya. can't be together. And sometimes that's just that's okay. It is okay to to know where you where you're meant to be and to know where you are not meant to be and it's okay to walk it's okay to walk away okay come on with the word come on now all right so our first topic um and no i feel like we should do these in no particular order i don't know if there was one that you wanted to hit i know it's one that i have you know that i feel like you can only touch on but um so i know if you wanted to get into that one first because i know a lot a lot of our audience probably can relate to that one so I'll let you do that one though later. All right, so Russ, Russell Wilson, future, and Sierra Saga. Dum dum dum. Do do. What is it? So, <laughs> the Lord and Adam. Do do. Dum dum. <laughs> so real talk. How do you feel about it? I'm honestly feeling. I'm loving the energy that's being that's being sent out with Russell. A lot of times, step parents aren't comfortable with the child because it's not theirs and sometimes they mistreat the child but we see a black man openly embracing his stepson and it's like you can't get no better than that unfortunately there is backlash because it's just like oh he has a dad he don't need to be doing all that you know and it's just like why not wouldn't you want your child to be getting love and respect when he's not away from you you know that's my that's how I try to look at it only because you do see so many negative cases with step parents, as we have recently seen mm. in the media. Ooh, yeah. So it's just like how stuff going on with with those type of situations where there's you know a step parent involved or the mom and or dad has not necessarily remarried, but like you know they have a boyfriend or girlfriend. Um, first off. Big ups to Russell Wilson. Like, he's doing his, he's doing the damn thing in, like, all aspects of his life. Because he just got, like, a ra- a, a good raise. Uh, I'm, try- raise. I'm just trying to speak that type of raise over my life and my job and my career. But he just got a good raise. He has obviously met and married 
the love of his life. You know, they have a daughter together. Sierra. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> shout out to Sierra. You know, she's the CC. She from the A. She from Georgia. She a that's our Georgia Georgia girl. This is for the A. Tell the way you're not gonna want to step on you. I'm sorry. You know, I mean, I'm all for it. I just we, always we do any. This is this is an open and free area. We we gonna dance on the pod. We gonna do it. How they gonna see it? Cause we gonna we gonna record one of these. They like when we when we really like get up, get our shit to together together. We gonna we gonna start recording. Okay, I'm Video excited. Pod, but you know, right now we just working with what we got. Um, we trapping out the iPhone. That right too. <laughs> Literally. Started but, from the bottom. <laughs> but um yeah, so shout out to Russell Wilson just by himself. Like I you know, I I'm I'm a fan and I, I stand a strong king. I take care of family. A strong black, black king rather. And I I'm not necessarily a football fan, so I didn't really know about him until he got with Sierra. Um But I I, I am happy that he you know, it has stepped up as a step parent because, like you did say, sometimes it can be an uncomfortable situation to come into something that you know is already built up. And you know, Sierra already had a little future. He was about what three, two, three, four, maybe. I don't know how it was when you know they got together. But Russell, like, it seems like it seems from this is the outside looking in because you know we don't know these people personally or whatever these just our opinions i do know these people personally (laughs) oh you know them okay well my bad my good sis know them but um yeah it just seems like he inserted himself just enough to where it was like he made little future feel comfortable enough to you know take to him but not so much so to where it was it, it was an uncomfortable situation. Now, on the other hand, you know, with what we've seen Future say in the media, it was an uncomfortable situation for him because he's like, you know, quote unquote, not not even quote unquote, he said something along the lines of like, um, Sierra introduced my son to, you know, this guy before I had even met him or before I was even, you know, I even knew who he was and I think they went kind of back and forth in the media about that. How do you feel about that as, you know, if you were in a situation and, you know, you had a child and your significant other met, you know, met somebody, fell in love, blah, 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 and didn't, so to speak, introduce you to the person before they introduced your child. How does that, like, how does that, how, how would that make you feel, rather? I don't know. I'm indifferent about it. Like, I mean, I could I could be upset, but then what? Like, I just feel like I got to look deeper than that because if this person is going to be in my child's life, I need to, I'm glad I, I mean, I need to meet them, obviously. And so you saying you would take initiative, be like, okay, cool. This seemed like a dope person. So let me, you know, go be like, yeah. let me go introduce myself and be uh-huh. like, hey, I, I'm dude. I'm, I'm dude. I, I'm, I'm this person or whatever. And and put yourself in that situation, which it, that that is a dope thing. Because sometimes now, you can take control, especially if you know your child is going to be in somebody in somebody else's care. You got to do what you got to do, because at the end of the day, it's always, always first. about the child. Yep, that is true. So, I mean, that is true. And like I said, you know, we we don't know their situation. Um, and it seems like. And it definitely seems like Russell has all of the best intentions. I don't want to speak on um, feud, on big feud, uh behalf, but I mean, I, and I don't want to say he he's mad, but it very it very well seems like it may his his reaction and his actions towards their situation. And they and by the way, I would love to be. I I feel like I am. They're very unbothered. Russell Sierra, and yeah. I, I know why, because they rolling in dough. They like, they they just like, you know what, whatever. I'm just going to sit over here and sip my tea with my pinky up and live my best life. And, oh, is that somebody over there in the background making noise, which is future? But um, I think there's like a, t- there's a hint of jealousy um, on future's part. And I, I mean, I don't even think it's that he more so wants Sierra necessarily because he's had what other kids 
since her. Yeah, six other, he has six children. By yeah, he has other kids, but I'm saying since Lil Fu- Future is not the last child. Yeah, he has had, a legend baby. Yeah, he has a, a couple more maybe. So I think it's just the fact that she may be the only one of the, his children's mother who is not like hounding him, he, who's not after him. Like she legit moved on, like relationship ended, she moved on and she's doing her own thing. Like, I don't need you. I'm not concerned with you if you want to. And I think she said it. If you want to be in your child's life, then so be it. But if not, also so be it. So I think I think that bothers him. And I think um, I don't want to speak in general for a lot of guys because a lot of guys are not like that. But um, I think in his case, I think it is a little bit of that. So I don't know. We'll see how that situation plays out. Cause, uh, cause, uh, they, um, they, they live in their best life. Sierra and Russell live in their best life. And I'm, I'm not even going to say the future is not. He, he very well may be. Right. He out here creating babies, making more families. My boy is living that rock star. No, he is truly, he's living a rock star life. I don't know what he's doing on the music front. (laughs) Um, but hey, we'll see. We gonna we gonna keep keep living, keep keep seeing how the situation play out. Um, so the next thing we wanted to to do was that all you wanted? Did you want? I feel like you wanted to say more on that. I don't know. Nah. No. Cool. Well, we wanted to talk about Jason Mitchell. Jason Mitchell of he was in. I know him from um, what's the movie? Did you ever watch it? The um, Ice Cube Nim story. Yes. Um, what is it called? Where, he was uh, Easy E. Yes, he was Easy E. And the he recently got dismissed from his agency for misconduct, and he was released from his show for misconduct as well. From so, the shy, which is shout out to Lena Waithe because. She's a pioneer for black women in certain aspects of being black and open in her sexuality. We so fucking, we stand lean away around these parts. Like you had to notice, we're about empowerment of who you are, what you are, and positive positivity. Come on, somebody what? stand, stand up. We need more of that. It's just too much hate going around. You can spread love, spread that shit. Spread it all around, all the way around. My booty cheeks on a Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I say that? Cheeks spreading. I need, I need to put this, put this glass down. Right, one more some cheeks spreading. <laughs> What about them, sissy? Um, no, but Jason Mitchell, yeah, we we wanted to touch on that real quick. I think he's he was do- he's dope. He's done some dope stuff, and he was in the shot. And I feel like I just seen somebody talking about like how crazy dope he was in the shot. And if they say he got you know let go from that and his agency for some type of misconduct. Um, I think this story is it. It's it's still coming into into fruition, um, if you will. But um, I don't know. I just I, it was crazy when I heard it. I was just like, "What?" He was just, and I just wanted to touch on this only because I was like, "Dang, he was just doing so good." And I don't know what the what the misconduct was, but I feel like, and I don't want to throw the race card out there. But why not? Sometimes it needs to be thrown. Throw that ball. I'm going to shoot the J. Um, I just feel like, you know, if he was Zach Efron or... Um, I don't even know why I said Zach Efron. Like, <laughs> you should have said, God damn. Anybody. You could have said Mary-Kate Nashley. Because <laughs> we know our good sissies on something. I'm not saying the one that a lot of them are, but I'm saying like who who I I you know I don't watch the Marvel thing, but Chris Evans. Okay, it could have been Chris Evans because he's um he's doing his thing or whatever with Marvel and I don't know I don't know if you you into that because I'm not and I tell people all the time like 
I ain't got time to watch 20 movies just to catch up so I can I can know what y'all talking about on Twitter. But that's a different story for a different day. Shout out to everybody who is into the Marvel universe. I'm just not. But, like, if it was one of those guys, Chris Evans, the guy to play Thor, um, all of them, like, would they have gotten dropped from their agency this quickly? And would they have gotten just dropped from a movie, TV show this quickly not I, and i'm just saying this in general i don't know what he did i don't know what the misconduct is he could he could possibly be very deserving of whatever the consequence is but i feel like at this point cause let me look we don't even know what we don't even know what it is what the misconduct is but a black man you know doing well in hollywood and he you know rising rising because he was in that movie with um trevor jackson the the new Superfly, which I still have not seen, but I really want to. For real? Have you seen it? Of course. I haven't. God, that movie's so good. I oh my goodness. Me. And I love, I love Trevor Jackson. That's, she that's don't bae. lie, you cheat. That's Bay right there. If he ever listens to the pod, like, just know. I love you. Love you so, so, so much. But, um, yeah, I just feel like if it was a. <laughs> a white teammate. If it was someone of a different race, particularly of the white race, um, things might go a little different. Like, he literally may have, um, I think I lost my train of thought, my bad, y'all. He literally may have, like, he wouldn't have lost all this so quick. Like, alleged misconduct you done been dropped from your agency you done been dropped from um your tv show which he he's a star in like he starred in this tv show so i just think that's that's like wild wild crazy that that happened um i also I also don't think it would happen for if he was white, but you know, you can throw anything out there. The story is developing. That's what I meant to say earlier. Story is developing, so we'll we'll definitely talk more on that um, when we know more. And best believe I'm gonna come back to it because if it was if it was some some fuck shit, I'm I'm gonna call it out. And that's one thing about it. 2019-2020, for the rest of my days, we we calling people out for fuck shit. Like, you cannot do, say, treat, I don't care who you are, do, say, and treat people, no, any kind of way, and then, um, nobody don't call you out for it. Like, you getting called out. Trust and believe. Um... Oh, this wine is sipping good. Y'all, Meg had to take a little break. Um, she, we're ghetto as hell right now. Um, cause my good sis did have to wanted to add something in. Do anything for clout. Yes, it's back. Dude, she's back. I held it down for a good. Like forever. Oh, child, had to get the hair washed back in the day. You know what it is. Slayed, slayed, and all that. All of that. What is it? Fried down and late to the side. That's really what I was trying. I get it. You was talking about some food. <laughs> but anyways, I was talking to the people about clout chasing and ay ay ay. How so many, so many people are out here just, they, they doing it. They, they chasing it for the wrong thing. Cause I looked up the definition of clout and it, it's actually, it's being famous. The definition of urban dictionary is being famous or having influence. And I was like, a lot of times your fame and fortune give you that influence. And it, it means something when you do something really mm-hmm. good with it. And so the, my example good was good cloud and bad cloud. There's good cloud, cloud and bad cloud. And my example was Kim K. Like I feel like she's doing, she's really, you know, become 
a household name and she's actually doing good with her and hers in her her instance i feel like it's privilege and it's clout but that gives her influence and she's doing something she's using good well because a lot of kids got privilege and could give a mess yeah, about right. anybody else so i do i just feel like and i feel like a lot of um i don't want to say a lot of us and when i say us i mean black and brown people um we do it we do you know get to a certain point and forget sometimes or you know we only out here doing it for the money or for you know the fame for the accolades but not so to speak to to have a a positive influence and that's not that's not everybody and I'm, I won't even go as far as to say that that's a lot because I feel like that's not true a lot of us are out here doing you know really dope and good shit um and I can I guess I can think of a whole lot of people Issa Ray does great things. Kind of took some. I meant to tell you to bring. I meant to tell you to bring bring the bring the clink clink the wine to the table. Um, but yeah, like a lot of us are are doing like real, real dope shit. Just like the guy um from Morehouse, Robert Smith. Him, you know, there's a lot of people that are using their influence. A lot of black people, rather using their influence, you know, to better us. But I do feel like in our community, the clout chasing, the bad part of clout chasing kind of overshadows a lot of the good. One example. This young man clout chased so hard, he darn near killed himself. He goes by the name of... um, uh, Dang, I forgot that guy's name. Oh, like what he did? Um, the crazy boy. Bunk, oh, bunk gang, bunk gang. Oh. Like he literally, yeah. he got a few att- a little attention from going into stores and making a mockery of himself. Now what people been doing? Woo de woo, and it just intensified. He put tattoos all over himself. He started <laughs> making very scary. Face um Facebook live post where he didn't want to be here anymore, and we just saw him spiral out of control because of the attention he got and how and how the bad clout um took over. You know, you were, he were getting attention, you were doing it, but he was not able to stay afloat, and so that's just something that millennials are dealing with: good clout and bad clout. Shout out to Kim K because she's out here being a world changer. Also, shouts out to um. Little Miss, um, oh, I know who you're talking about. Um, dang, from Grownish, yeah. I mean, Blackish, Marseille Martin. Martin. Yes, Marseille is 14 years old and is such an inspiration because she's able, she has her own, um, film company, production, she, company, production yeah. company. She is in movies, she is writing scripts. She is scripts. just very hands she on. She wrote little and we like, so we gotta go see that. We we gotta go. I don't know. Have you seen it? We gotta go see that because I know like it's I know it's hilarious. Like And that's good clout. Like she yeah. used her fame and took it to the top. Like, oh I'm about to write a script and they took it. They took a chance on a fourteen year old, you know? Yes. So it's just like clout is not always bad, but unfortunately we see the negative cases of it. And bad baby and boat gang are um <laughs> horrible. Horrible. That's somebody who fell victim to the negative clout. Shout out to black creatives. Yes. We we love y'all. We love us. I feel like we fall in that category. So. Uh, we do. We're very creative. We're open-minded. We're we're eclectic. We're right. learning, growing, evolving, and okay. receptive of the new the things that are coming about. Like a lot of people are stubborn in their ways, but we just you know try to get the the little clout we have and use it for good. <laughs> exactly. Like we want we want you know everybody to win because. And we all we got, so we got to support each other and support, I support everybody, you know, hustle or whatever, um, as far as those who support me and those who I feel like would support me. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much all we wanted to touch on with Cloud or whatever. 
Um, the next thing we have on the docket, and then everybody's been talking about it, and I feel like it would have been kind of not cliche. I don't know the word, but like to have this be the first thing we talked about, um, which is this this new or this abortion law bill that's been passed. It's it, it's been trending on Twitter for like the past week and a half and every single body every penis ever has had an opinion on and I'm just like so the men are passing the bills but mind you women are women are signing off on this but the men are coming up with this the men have all their opinions on it but the bodies who carry these fetuses did I say that right? Did I use that in the correct term? Fetus? Fetuses? I think so, yeah. Fetus. The bodies who carry the fetus. I think that's fetus. Um, are the last ones with opinions. Um, or, or are the last ones who have any say on what happens with this. And it's a woman's body who carries it. So, I just want to know, like, how you feel about this whole situation. I'll speak on, you know my part but I want to know you know I honestly believe that it's bullshit <laughs> and what what's and bullshit the fact that there's people making decisions for people who don't who can't who don't live it like I cannot make decisions for males because certain things we won't understand and it'd be different if it was like 10 women 10 men and it's a mixed you know a mixed decision, even though men still should not have this decision because they do not live it. You cannot, you cannot police a woman's body. You can't police anybody's body unless it's unhealthy. There are certain situations that arise with pregnancy. They come from rape. They came from incest. They came from a, come from a lot of different factors. Sometimes it's an ectopic pregnancy where the baby's in the fallopian tubes and they have to do, um, they do have to abort the child to get it out or they have to do surgery. There's different options, but things like that occur and that's not even under, that's not even in the law. All they're right. saying is you can't get it no matter what, you right. know? So I'm, I just feel that, you know, it's a crock of bull. Uh, we need to stand together. There needs to be mm-hmm. something happening. I do not know how to organize and what could be done, but I know it ha- like whoever is not happening in Georgia yet. He's thinking about it. Um, but well, from what I saw, they said that all of these things have been none of none of it have been passed. It just all like have been like legislatively wrote up or something. But nothing is is passed, and I don't know if I said that right or whatever if I'm politically correct. Maybe. But they said basically um, that nothing has been, nothing said and so, nothing has been passed as a law. And I think that's what a lot of people on Twitter have failed to realize. I guess they're they're just you know upset at a lot of the headlines or whatever. But from what I saw, someone said that none of this has been passed. It's just all. They're they're signing off on stuff and it has to go. Someone I saw someone say it had to. I don't know, you know, if this is fact or fiction or whatever. But they said it has to go through the Supreme Court. Like it, it. This is not just a one step. Like oh, sign and it's done. Like it's stuff that has to go through the Supreme Court. And I know for a fact that um, the Roe versus Wade that that is a that that came about because if I'm not mistaken. Um, it, ha- it made it illegal. Roe versus Wade made it illegal to um, punish or a, a woman for um, abortions. If I'm not mistaken, look up. I'm gonna look up Roe versus Wade. But like, there's a whole like Supreme Court ruling that had very much to do with abortion. So it's like that's why it has to like go back through um, through the Supreme Court. But how I feel on it, and I guess my um my thing on it is people having an opinion who, and most of the lawmakers are men, having an opinion on something that they'll never go through. Like being able, not even just an opinion, but being able to write up and sign off on um, legislative actions that 
you'll you'll never physically have to go through this, but you're able to sign a piece of paper, you know, and say this should be illegal. You a woman should go to jail for, you know, the right to for what to do whatever she wants with her body. And so that to me is just baffling. And then on the other hand, we talk so much about women's rights. Um, and we have these women's marches and where these all of these so-called feminists um, come out. But a lot of the people who are helping these men sign off on these bills are women. Not gonna throw, I'm not throwing race in there anymore. I feel like I've thrown the race card one too many times. Well, unfortunately, that's our reality. <laughs> Like, a lot of things that happen in our lives occur because of race or gender. That Mm -hmm. is the norm in America, and we didn't notice that until we talk about topics like this, and then we have to revert back to, oh, dang, this is maybe the key cause of it. Race. Right. It's just, wow, it's actually eye-opening. I feel like Willow Smith. (laughs) Ah, shoot. Roe versus Wade. I just looked it up. Okay, so Roe versus Wade, legal case in which the U.S. Supreme Court on January 22nd, 1973, ruled that unduly restrictive state regulation of abortion is unconstitutional. So basically, these laws that they are saying are going are are trying to overturn. They're doing it state by state. They're doing it based on the state. So, and if I'm not mistaken, Supreme Court stuff is is like on a federal like national type of level mind y'all i'm over here sipping wine and i'm, I'm speaking i'm spitting shit i'm reading off google but like it really it does apply and it's just like this shit that they're doing is slick overturning um a whole supreme court ruling and so, all we asked for was to make a damn gun law a mm. gun law, you know? Mm. They're, they're so pussyfooting around with gun laws and how we're going to do it. They'd rather arm teachers in Florida than prepare motherfuckers and tell them, you know, certain people can't have guns. All like, I know is if I walk in a motherfucking classroom where my child, my, you know, future child is, and they it's a strap on her teacher hip. Oh, noodle doof. Like, that, that just don't make no sense. And then to even piggyback off that, like, Abortions is not out here shooting up whole schools. <laughs> Women who have abortions are not out here shooting up whole schools. But people are guns are are doing that because they love to say, "Well, it's the person, it's not the gun." Nah, it's, it's definitely the gun that did yeah, it. Yeah, definitely the gun and the person. And the person, it's like Both a combination. <laughs> Equally as wrong, but you know, hey, whatever the case may be. I just want I wanted to point that out because it's just like at the end of the day if we just all minded our bodies our business like first of all why are y'all even why somebody said it today on Twitter it's like mind your mind your own uterus so (laughs) if if you you ain't ain't got got one one, then like how could this even be a topic? Y'all, y'all skip right over the important topic, killing all your children in the damn schools. Uh, that's an important topic that we, we're getting so insensitive to shoot school shootings, to, to public shootings, that these men done totally went AWOL talking about some doggone abortions. Like, cut it out. Like, wow. My I'm just... whole life, like, changed when I watch, um, and it's on Netflix. I don't know if it's still on there. But I watched this documentary about Sandy Hooks. Like, it was, it's like, I, I think it's called Newtown Strong. It's, it's Newton Strong or something. It's called something. But, like, I just have a whole different, like, perspective on how lawmakers go about gun laws. Like, these people, these were, you know, um, Sandy Hook was like an elementary school that got shot up or whatever. And by like I think I think the guy's mom worked there so whatever the case may be but they did a documentaries on Netflix um check it out one day if y'all will you will be hollering down so have you a box of tissues and maybe some wine or something when you watch it if you watch it but it just changed my perspective on how 
lawmakers think about gun laws. Like, these kids of, I mean, elementary school kids, kindergarten through fifth grade, their parents are literally taking trips from um, Connecticut to Washington because that's where, um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, it happened in Connecticut to, you know, fight for gun laws and they're just like they had this one where it's just like deny 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 we're denying all of this we're denying all of this and this is children who have lost their lives just innocent ass children they cannot defend themselves lost their lives you would think that people who are making these laws would think what if it was my child in school i would want them protected like and they just don't but then have the the gall or the audacity to come and try to regulate a, 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 a whole human body like this human body is the not the same human any. you don't care about getting shot up getting, right so it's just that that that's crazy to me um and i would love to do something about it like you know i'll march i have i have march <laughs> i too have march <laughs> You're real silly. <laughs> I too have marched. No, when I had first moved to Atlanta, it's crazy. It's been like, how long has it been since I've been in Atlanta? Like three years, mm-hmm. three and a half years. But when I first moved up here, like the that was when the whole like police brutality thing was like at its at its height. Because I think that was around, I just, I think it was around like Philando Castle and child. It was a march every. Every like every time I got off work, there was a march, and so I would, join in. <laughs> I would, I would Fresh off the clock, <laughs> I would swing by. <laughs> I want to see what they're talking about. <laughs> I would pull up sometimes, but no, that is when I was working at. Um, I ain't gonna call no names, but when I was working at my first job up here. Um, when everybody was playing, it was it was like mostly black people. Everybody was like, "We like we getting off, we going child." Ain't nobody show up, but well, we did. Like I'm sure some would show 